I usually take a two-hour nap from one to four. That's a quote from the great Yogi Berra, and uh, I'll let you do the math. In this episode, you're going to learn about a simple and enjoyable activity you can engage in every day, which will actually increase your productivity. As I said, it's incredibly enjoyable. It only takes about 20 minutes on average per day, and it's going to leave you with instant results, feeling renewed and refreshed. Sounds great, right? What is it? It's a nap. Seriously, let me explain. I'm Desmond, and this is the Mental Mastery Moment Podcast. This is episode 37. Wow. The Mental Mastery Moment is presented every weekday to provide you with a short mindset reset so you can approach each day with the proper mental attitude to maximize your potential. As your host, P. Desmond Adams brings you nearly 30 years of experience and study in the power of your mind and the creative force found in your conscious as well as subconscious thoughts. Desmond champions the importance of knowing your core desires in life and mastering self-discipline, both foundational to your success in any endeavor. And now, here's Desmond with your Mental Mastery Moment. Well, as you heard, it's all about the glorious nap today. That's what's supposed to increase your productivity. But why? How? What is, what's going on? Why, why is a nap so important? Well, here's the bottom line on it. I'll get right to it. When we sleep, there's something amazing that happens in our brains. Everything that's happened to us throughout the course of the day gets processed and filed away into its appropriate place, hopefully, if everything goes as planned. And it's kept in the proper place for long-term retention. Once that information is processed, it's like cleaning out your mental inbox. Everything gets taken out of the inbox, looked at. Where does this go? Where does this go? Okay, that goes over here. I got to file this. I got to do this. I got to put that over there. That's what happens in your brain when you sleep. That's why when we don't get enough sleep, it affects our judgment because we've got this busy inbox. It affects our short-term memory. Information processing is affected in a negative way. Even our motivation, our patience, everything practically gets affected when we don't get enough sleep. And it's, it's like having a bunch of papers on your desk, and I've talked about that in other episodes, how you've got all this noise going on, and it's hard to focus on what needs to be done in that moment. That's where napping comes into play because through the course of the first half of your day, you've got a lot of information going on in your head that's getting just piled up into your inbox. And sometimes it's smart to take that nap and process all that information. Now, you may say, oh, I don't have time for a nap or oh, that's, that's, I'm not going to be doing that. It's not going to work. Let me just tell you, there was a very serious study put out by NASA and you can look this up. Maybe I'll put it in the show notes Um NASA says that power napping increases our productivity by a third, by 34%. By a third, your productivity could be increased. Can you imagine if you had that? If you if you had one third more of yourself, an, an extra uh, hand or something, I don't know, that's a half, but uh, you know, something else that's going to help you with your productivity. That's what a power nap will do for us. How much better off would your task list look at the end of the day if you got a third more done? It's amazing. This is such solid information based on great studies that are being done that tons of companies are doing this. A lot of forward-thinking companies are allowing napping. They're putting in napping modules. They're putting in napping rooms. They're allowing employees to nap in their office. 
companies like Google, big companies, AOL, Ben and Jerry, Zappos, another one. Um, there's there's just so many of them that are doing this right now because they know it's very real data. It affects your productivity in a positive way. So how do you do it? How do you nap effectively? It's a lot like you did in kindergarten, to be honest with you. What time? It's probably best to do this in the early afternoon. Sometime I'd say, depending, of course, what your sleep cycle's like at night, but if you're a, a normal person getting up at 6, 7 o'clock in the morning, 11 to 1-ish is probably the best time for you to take a nap, maybe 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, anywhere in that window. You don't want to go too late because then it'll start to affect your nighttime sleep patterns. But lunchtime's a perfect time for this if you want to eat your lunch and then take 15 minutes to take a nap. And I'll go over what are the best times for napping, I mean length of time for napping. But that's a that's a great option for you at lunch. Even if your company doesn't allow it, maybe as you go out and you eat your lunch in your car or whatever, take a few moments and take a nap in your car. Put this seat back. Let it recline and nap for a little bit and let your brain process the information that you've put into it throughout the first half of the day. So now the question is, how long does this nap last? I only get 30 minutes for lunch or an hour for lunch. Well, truthfully, you can get a 10 to 15 minute power nap in and you will be much better off for it. But I realize sometimes it takes 10 minutes to actually fall asleep. But let me just say, even if you're not actually falling asleep, you're just laying there, resting your brain, focusing on your breathing, relaxing your body, that's very, very effective. It really borders on meditation, which as we know and as we've talked about is incredibly uh, beneficial for our mental abilities. The most important thing to remember when it comes to your nap and how long it should be is the sleep cycle that you're in. When we go to sleep, we go through various levels of sleep. When we get into really deep sleep, we get into REM sleep, rapid eye movement. That's when the real processing goes on in our mind where we start filing away all that information and even traumas in our lives are handled uh, during that time and filed away so that they can be dealt with in a healthy way when you're awake. So it, it's important that you look at your sleep cycle. And that's why most experts say do a 15 to 20 minute nap because that'll get you into restorative sleep, just enough sleep to kind of feel better, but not into that REM sleep. If you wake up while you're in your deepest sleep, you set your alarm for 45 minutes and you're in deep, deep sleep and that alarm goes off, you're going to be groggy and jolted awake and it's not going to benefit you at all. Matter of fact, the processing that your mind was doing with all of that data is going to be disrupted and it might even leave things in a little bit of disarray in your mind. That's why most experts say 15, 20 minutes is the best time for a nap. Now, if you have the time, maybe you work at home, maybe your schedule allows for it, Go ahead, take an hour nap, but make sure that you watch your sleep cycles. And if you remember, I talked about sleep cycles, one of the apps I shared with you in episode 30. It's the sleep cycle app, and it actually will detect when you're in the most awake state, and that's where the alarm will go off. So you give it a window as to what time you want to be woken up, and it allows you to go into that deep sleep and then come back out of it naturally when your mind's ready and your body's ready. And then at that point, when you come back up out of that, it'll wake you up gently. And that's a great way. That's probably the ideal way of handling a nap. Now, if you can't do that, go ahead and set your alarm for 15, 20 minutes down the road. Even if you don't fall asleep, it'll be very beneficial to you. If you can lay down, great. If you can't, put your head on your desk. Do that. Like I said, recline the seat in your car. That's a great option for you as well. 
but make sure you set that alarm so that you don't go into that REM sleep and then get jolted awake by your phone ringing in your office, something like that. Speaking of that, where do you take this nap? Obviously, try to find a place where you're not going to be disturbed. A dark room is best if you have a office without windows that's real easy close the door turn the lights off and take your nap turn those lights off your body is conditioned to sleep when it's dark so if you're leaving the lights on remember in kindergarten they even turned the lights off then try to find a temperature controlled area that doesn't mean a cool area it means an area where it's going to stay pretty steady if the weather's nice maybe you could use your car that's a great option for you if you can be left alone take a nap in your office Put your phone on Do Not Disturb, as I mentioned. Tell your coworkers you're going to be unavailable for 20 minutes. If it's an open policy at work, let them know that, hey, I'm going to be going in. I'm going to take a little power nap. I'll open my door when I'm done, and I'll undo the Do Not Disturb on my phone. You may want to just say, hey, I'm going to be in a meeting for the next 20 minutes. I can't be interrupted. And then you leave it at that. In an ideal situation, your employer is going to be like a Google or a Zappos or an AOL where they're going to give you a nap room or a place where you can actually do this. That is phenomenal. I applaud companies that do that. Maybe if you're a manager in a company, you might want to do that. Now, there are going to be some hurdles sometimes, and one of them is probably going to be that your work just doesn't allow it. You work in a factactory or you work in a public, you know, like a, a, the service industry where the public determines how much time you're putting in and when you can get a break and things like that. But there always is going to be built into your clock, built into your schedule, a break time, a lunch break, maybe just a regular 15-minute break. Use those times wisely. Instead of flipping through People Magazine, make sure you use that time to go take a nap and you'll benefit from it the rest of your day. You'll be better off. Maybe you want to share this podcast episode with your boss and maybe some of the studies in the show notes you can share with your boss and let him know why it's so important and why your productivity will go up when he lets you invest 20 minutes into a nap. Another thing that you might deal with, especially initially until you've programmed your body into this cycle is not being tired. If you're not tired, you still want to spend some time to mentally discharge, regroup, and relaunch the balance of your day. Lay down, focus on your breathing, as I mentioned earlier, and just rest your mind. Slow down, let your mind slow down, and rest. It doesn't have to be sleep, but as you program your mind into this cycle, Eventually, your mind will understand that, oh, every day at 1230, it's rest time. And eventually, your mind will slowly move in that direction. You may find that you're getting a good quality 10, 15, 20-minute nap. A great tool that I'd highly recommend is a guided meditation or hypnosis audio. And I love the tools from Andrew Johnson. Andrew Johnson has the Power Nap app. That's free, and I checked. It's free on the Android and on the iPhone. Look it up. Andrew John. I'll put a link to both of them in the show notes at pdesmondadams.com slash 037. But Andrew Johnson's Power Nap app, it is phenomenal. He will guide you through relaxing your body, slowing down your breathing, and then getting in that good quality nap, and then he'll bring you back out of that nap as well. It's a wonderful option. Some of his other Apps are two, three dollars, definitely well worth it. I probably have five, six, seven of them on my iPhone right now. Another thing you can do is to invest in an eye mask or even some earplugs if there's a lot of exterior noise or there's lights or other things going on. Just get an eye mask. It's so easy. You can keep both of those in a desk drawer or in a backpack or something like that and put those on. I did find I did find a very interesting napping head pillow. It's like a giant, oh man, 
matter of fact, you have to see this. It, it's going to be in the show notes. So if you go to pdesmondadams.com slash 037, it looks like an alien head, but it's a giant head pillow. It, it's, I guess the best way to describe it is a giant padded ski mask. And there's a single large opening, and I'm putting my hands over my nose, around my nose and my mouth. There's a single opening right around your nose and mouth so you can breathe, but then your eyes are covered, and then around the edges it's padded like a pillow, and um, they even have up at the top two nodules with holes in them, so you can put your when you put your head down, your hands can go inside there and rest. It's hard to explain through the podcast, but go to the show notes and check it out, pdesmondadams.com slash 037. But that's an option for you. I think it's a hundred dollars. A company in Spain put this thing out, and I read the reviews. They're they're fantastic. I'm tempted, but um, that's that's there are a number of things you can do. So hopefully you take this to heart. Hopefully maybe you'll do this today. Take a nap. Schedule it in. Put it into your schedule if you can do that. I'd love to know how it goes for you. If it's the first time you ever tried it. I want to know, go to our Facebook page. Probably the best way to interact right now is going to facebook.com slash pdesmondadams and let me know. Hey, I tried it today. I took my power nap. I woke up and I felt horrible or I woke up and I felt great. Who knows? You know, it all depends on where you end up in that sleep cycle that I mentioned. So you got to watch for those things. You got to definitely be purposeful about this power napping. Again, facebook.com slash pdesmondadams and you'll see the... um this episode posted on Facebook, and I would love to see down in the comments here how it went for you with your power net. That's about it. I have one favor to ask of you. I've been doing this podcast 37 episodes now, kind of giving my heart into this. If you are looking for a web host, you want to start your own blog, maybe you want to start a podcast, maybe you're uh, deciding that, hey, I want to get this information out. Maybe you're starting an online store or you're putting a website up for your brick and mortar store highly recommend Bluehost. And you can get more information at pdesmondadams.com slash Bluehost. And if you go through that link, instead of $6.99 a month, you can get it for $4.95 a month. Again, pdesmondadams.com slash Bluehost, B-L-U-E-H-O-S-T. And I've been using them for a number of my websites for over 10 years. Seriously, over 10 years I've used Bluehost, and they've been phenomenal for my very first blog I started. They were the ones I went with, and I can't recommend them enough. Their service is amazing. You're going to get unlimited domain hosting for that one cost. So I've got numerous sites all under one account, and I pay the same thing, $4.95 a month for that. I pay on an annual basis, but I've got like countless websites that are under that one account. Uh, unlimited hosting space, file transfer. You're not going to run into walls where, oh, you've people have too many people. That's <laughs> just horrible. Your business is a success and you get a bunch of people to visit your site and then they send you an email. Oh, you're using too much of our bandwidth. You get unlimited email accounts. So everybody in your organization can have an email account with your domain name. You get a free domain name when you sign up. That saves you $10. That's a couple months worth right there. Um, uh, instant setup with WordPress if you're going to start a blog, and I love WordPress. And if you go through my affiliate link, I will be more than happy to assist you in any way I can. If it's confusing to you, I can send you some videos on how to set up your website. So whether it's a blog, an online business, a brick-and-mortar business with an online presence, whatever it is, pdesmondadams.com slash Bluehost. And that helps pay for this 
podcast. There are a lot of expenses that go along with this, and I would love for you to take advantage of that. So it's a win-win. You win, and I do get a small kickback from Bluehost for referring you. Hopefully, you'll take advantage of that. One more time, pdesmondadams.com slash Bluehost. Have a great day. I hope it's phenomenal. I hope you take time to get a little nap in as well, and I want to hear back from you. If you do, I want to know how it goes for you, all right? May your reach always extend beyond your grasp. Bluehost.